Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Tuesday, March 7th. It is six minutes after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Let's talk about what's going on with Norfolk Southern. They had another train derailment, this time in Springfield, Ohio. It was the second one in a month, although this one did not involve any hazardous materials. And the agency that was there asked residents to stay within a thousand feet of the derailment and shelter in place, although they did not issue any formal evacuation orders. And uh, at this point, the shelter in place order has been lifted. But when we talk about East Palestine, Ohio, the president still has not been there and the white house press secretary says mm, no plans to go isn't it amazing right that you have a a a tragedy which has garnered national interest and now for basically a month mm-hmm. the president of the united states refuses to go to the site but it comes back to he did the same thing for 50 years with the border and he got away with it. And so politicians, I mean, politicians are the lowest, the, the lowest thing in our society. And I'm, I'm just telling you, having been around these people for as long as I have, they are the lowest, not every single one, but the overwhelming majority are the lowest amongst us. You mentioned Biden going to the border and it almost seemed like he put that off and he waited and he just consternated about it until really couldn't anymore. But he wasn't punished for it. And the, re, the, 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 the what I was trying to say was that these people, when you are the lowest amongst us, you don't actually care about the people. You don't actually care about creating a better society. You care about your own power and your own power is how you make decisions will this affect my ability to have to hang on to to garner more of my own power and the problem when when you see the democrats push the election like they did this past fall biden looks then goes why why would i do anything i mean i i didn't i didn't go to the border Mm -hmm. you know i didn't i didn't care about that nobody i mean it, it is we for some reason are unwilling oftentimes to punish people who do not care about us at all and it just it just amazes me why why would he he doesn't have to exactly he keeps winning but why are we not we're willing? reelecting yeah. him why do we keep this is the broader question casey why do we keep we as a society we as a collective and i will mm-hmm. say we because we just did it here in the case of todd young mm-hmm. why do we keep electing the same people mm-hmm. who we know don't care about us. Don't have our interest at heart. All these people who voted for Todd Young, then as soon as he gets back in there and he's voting on you know the marriage thing and he's voting on spending the money again, and people are going, I can't believe he'd do this. I'm done with him. Well, you had the opportunity to be mm-hmm. done with him and you weren't done with them and you got on your knees and you kissed the ring finger and you said more Republican bull crap please Mr. Young and Todd knows you're going to do it again no matter what you're saying now so it's the same thing with it's all parties it's across the board why do we keep enabling and emboldening and electing people who we know do not care about us well you said it last hour when it comes to Todd Young because what was the other option 
Tom McDermott. Right. Or James Seniak. Right. But the but the difference so is but, 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 we're but, gonna but, go with the guy. There's but there's a difference, Casey, between none of the above and consenting to be governed. Your vote is the consent to be governed by that person. And it, it's not like a plethora of people just left it blank. It's like people, and this we talked about this. I said, look, if you don't like Cineac mm-hmm. and you can't couldn't vote for him because, I mean, dude, that was the worst public performance I've ever seen by a politician ever in that debate. Okay, but that still doesn't mean you have to consent or throw your support behind Todd. Leave it blank, undervote him. Mm-hmm. Make him get undervoted compared to everyone else. Don't affirm him. And then he did the exact thing we told everybody he was going to do if you affirm him. And then people go, I'm, I'm beside myself. Mm-hmm. Why? He's doing the exact same thing he's always done. Biden is doing the exact same thing he's always done. No one should be surprised by this. No one should be upset about this because it's what he's always done. Yeah. And he keeps winning. Okay. Well, one thing really quick. You mentioned debate worst performance no hi good night everybody was worse than what Cineac did but uh, the governor of Ohio called on Biden to visit the area he said the president needs to come here the people want to see the president he should be there but yet crickets so uh, keeping in line with what he's always done Crin John Pierre had a little press conference yesterday and she said still no plans for Biden to go to Ohio are there any plans for President Biden to visit East Palestine? I, I don't have anything to share on a planned visit for the president to uh, to Ohio. Okay. <laughs> I, and, and she's just quick about it. She didn't even spin it anymore. I, nope. She is so condescending in that delivery. I mean, you could just hear her shaking. I I, I don't I, I don't have anything on that. Now, why are you asking such a stupid question? I don't have anything on that. Fully expect him if he were to go, Rob. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would fully expect him to confuse New Palestine, Ohio. With the Palestinians in the Middle East. <laughs> so maybe that's why they're keeping him from going. Speaking of what's going on with Biden, so new episode of Joe Rogan is out. and Yeah, it just leads us right into yes, this next story, doesn't Joe, it? Joe Rogan had some, uh, some pretty good commentary on Biden's mental state um, and how he's governing and how the Democrats are governing. Take a listen. It's bizarre how far he's deteriorated. And I, you know, when I was talking about it during the the election, uh, and people were like, I was actually talking about it with Eric Weinstein, and he was like, I mean, I can't vote for Biden. And he goes, I can't vote for Trump. And I go, I would vote for Trump before I'd vote for Biden. Just because I think with Biden, like, he's no, he's he's gone. Like, you know, he's gone. It's you're going to be relying on his cabinet. And I knew his cabinet would be this. Sideshow of diversity, and which is exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he went on and he uh, referenced Sam Britton. Do you remember the guy, the Biden Department of Energy official, uh-huh. who faced multiple felony charges for stealing luggage from other passengers? You remember him, <laughs> the guy who was stealing luggage and putting on the women's dresses. Uh-huh. Is that wrong? <laughs> Well, is not that not something we should? So I, Joe Rogan has a point though that it's it's the you know the sideshow. But Casey, is the issue the apathy? Because you think about okay, there used to be there was a time where our highest of elected officials, you may know what they were and you may disagree with them, but I never once doubted Obama's mental capacity. Mm. I never once doubted Bill Clinton's mental capacity. I never, as much as I don't like the guy, doubted George W. Bush's mental capacity. Mm-hmm. 
They're making bad choices. They're right. making choices I disagree with. Right. In the case of Biden... But you thought they were capable. Yeah. In the case of Biden and Fetterman, you have two people in office who have very serious mm-hmm. lacks of cognitive ability, and that one is a United States senator, and one is the Who's president. Who's co-authoring bills. Yes. This is what I'm saying. I mean, we are we are spiraling out of control to the point where it's now we no longer elect bad people who don't have our interest at heart. We're electing people who can't mentally function at a high level anymore. It just came out that Fetterman is supposed to be returning to work soon. I don't know if you saw it. They they released a bunch of photos that looked completely staged. Uh huh. But he didn't look good. <laughs> Did he look good when he had it all together? Oh, good question. I uh, mean, he at least looked like he was eating. He doesn't look like he's eating now. Um, okay, Casey, we have a lot to get to this hour. Uh, our friend from Seymour is uh, <laughs> incessantly posting our, late our at night again. Seymour. He's now blaming the Republicans raising the property taxes on Biden, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. We've got an epic... Oh, it's an oldie but a goodie. Our audience always loves it. Oh, the daytime yeah. saving rant mm-hmm. from our boss, Matt Hiblin, because March 12th is the big day. Mm-hmm. So right. I, 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 do not go anywhere. We have so much left to get a to. A lot on the way. It's 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. minutes after 11, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So over the next 10 years... The tattoo industry expected to grow by about 8% annually. This is staggering. Americans spend $1.65 billion yearly on tattoos. Yes. $1.65 billion. Billion with a B. It's a lot. Yeah. 27% of Americans pay up to $100 for theirs. 6% or more are willing to invest up to $2,500 on a tattoo. No way. Way. So you have a new piece out over at WIBC.com, the mm-hmm. side piece, which yep. people can go read, which details tattoos in the state of Indiana. Yeah. Permanently inked the most popular tattoo for Hoosiers. I was surprised what about this. What is it? You no, it's not a butterfly. Uh-huh. No, it's not a geometric shape. Uh-huh. No, it's not someone's name mm-hmm. or a rose yeah. or mother. Mm-hmm. It's a sheep. What? A sheep. The most popular tattoo in the state of Indiana is a sheep. Is a sheep. Now Zipia came up with this. They determined uh, which uh, tattoo in each state was the most popular. They did it through Google Trends and searches. Butterflies are the most common searched across the country uh-huh. with an average about 12,000. Uh-huh. However, the Hoosier state, the most popular tattoo is a sheep. I'm really hoping that they mean a mountain goat or a ram, you know, like the horns. Why would a mountain goat or a ram be the most popular tattoo in the state of Indiana? I don't know. It's just a little bit better, I think, than a sheep. Why a sheep? You don't have any tattoos, do you? I do. 
we're at. What you got? It's in a. It's on a. <laughs> yes, Radio Casey, you pointing. It's on it, and then trailing off isn't going to help us. Well, you can only see it when I'm in a bikini. <laughs> Let's put it that way. How about that? Did you do that? Uh, is it like some gentleman caller's name from years ago, or no? It's uh, it's um. You know what, Rob? I did it when I was eighteen. Uh-huh. It's not something. Well, you, you know, was it was I'm it really a ne- what Nelly said? You can you can be eighteen with an attitude, nineteen kind of snotty acting act real, real rude. rude. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those. I'm eighteen. I don't need mom's permission. Oh. I'm going to go do this. How exciting! And while I was getting it done, I said, "How does it look?" And the tattoo artist said, "It's not bad. The tattoo looks good too." It was in fashionable Ferndale, which is a seedy part of Detroit. <laughs> you can paint your own picture there. Um, has it held up over time? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was in color, uh-huh. and the colors were. Is it still in color? It's still in color, but it was blue and yellow and green. But it mostly just looks like tattoo ink blue. Is there? Okay, so I obviously know nothing about tattoos having no tattoos. Mm-hmm. I have observed tattoos mm-hmm. over the years. Is there, so is it like, uh, I mean, I, there's different quality of tattoo apparently then? Like uh, if, like clearly, if you if you're, can go from $100 to $2,500. Well, that's what I'm asking. I mean, the, the different prices don't always mean better, but there is something mm-hmm. like better ink. This seems like, Kevin, you hang out with all sorts of seedy people. This seems like your neck of the woods. Is there is there a difference in tattoos? Do you know? I, I am not a tattoo guy, so I I don't know no if idea. it's ink, but I think it has a lot to do with the tattoo artist. Uh-huh. And I know that there are different places on your body where you can get a tattoo that hurt more than mm-hmm. others. Yeah. And I believe the place that I chose was a highly painful place, <laughs> and I moved a lot. Uh-huh. And it, you know, resulted in maybe not the clearest of because here's here's the thing. When I was 19, I got my ears pierced, and they were like they were not like little studs. They were like half hoopties. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were. I went big or went home, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And by about 22, I realized, okay, I've had my fill of this. I've got to enter the professional world, right? And. I can't have half hoopties associating with like the people and things that I associate with. So these are going to go. And if you look real close, you can see little things, little indents where they used to be. Right. But it is not somebody does not show up and see those, and they just go, "Oh, that guy used to have his ear ears pierced." Mm-hmm. The, you wouldn't know yeah. unless the, you were looking. Exactly. I, you saw have to, that, uh, I saw that picture of you from 2005. Yeah. And yeah. it looked like you looked like a punk. Yeah. Like uh, a British punk. Rocker. I was. Uh, I was a good look. I was a good looking boy, Kev. And um, <laughs> and you do and look you. Do do things for a variety of reasons and it doesn't matter what girl I may or may not have done that to impress. It doesn't oh, matter. Boy. But the point is yeah. that goes away, right? Mm-hmm. I look back on that Alavno. <laughs> right. Boy, was I stupid. I don't have the name Jennifer, right. you know, on my arm somewhere or right. something. Right? Right. Exactly. So that's the thing with the tattoo. It's permanent. Yes. I mean, uh, you can get it removed. But that's a painful, expensive process. And does it as actually well. ever go away, or is yeah. it like how they remove the profanity from the monument down here? Yeah. I did have a little hindsight that I had it placed where you can't see it uh-huh. unless I'm like I mentioned in yeah, a bikini mm-hmm. or a birthday suit. Oh, yeah. So not everybody gets the visual of sure. that. Sure, no, absolutely. Um, okay, before we go to break, daylight saving time. Yeah, singular, right? Yes. There's no without S. the S. Daylight saving time. Is no apostrophe either. Actually, 
here's what we want to do because we're in the business of giving people a reason to stick around. Mm -hmm. So why don't we take a break? Okay. And then when we come back, we're going to have two things you must stay for. One is it has a, been a fan favorite on this show going back years and years and years to win um, the women. Yeah. The chicks. The chicks on the right had yeah. the show. Mm -hmm. Our boss, Matt Hiblin, did the most epic daylight saving rant in human history. Mm -hmm. People always love it. We play it twice a year. Kay. We're going to do that. And my little late night interaction with the esteemed representative oh, from boy. Seymour. We're going to get into that too, huh? Creepy. Okay, that's on the way from 93 WIBC. Most people say it wrong and have for most of their lives. It's uh -huh. 1131. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It is daylight saving time. Singular. Singular. No, no S. S. Right. Uh, however, so many people say it incorrectly that uh, maybe it needs to be changed to daylight savings time. <laughs> Falling back, why? springing forward. That's what we do. And why wouldn't we just change it? Because we do that all the time with things. We just right. change the meanings, the words. Yeah. yeah, why do we do that? So we have covered this before. What is it? Saturday night is the night, mm -hmm. right? The 12th. The 12th. And you will. 2 a.m. You will. Um, this is the bad deal for the people because you lose an hour of mm -hmm. drinking time. Yeah. You, you, the, the, when I was a younger man, the fall back mm -hmm. was arguably next to Christmas and Easter, the greatest day of the year because there was an extra hour and you would forget about it until you would see that clock maneuver. And Kev will back me up on this. The psyche you have at drinking at 1 a.m. Mm -hmm. is markedly different than the psyche you have drinking at 2 a.m. because your <laughs> 2 a.m. drinking psyche is I have to begin to wind this thing up. The 1 a.m. drinking psyche, the whole world is still my oyster. Right, I still got time to go. And for one day, you get two hours of the 1 a.m. drinking psyche. Mm -hmm. Kev, am I right on that? Yeah, you get a little more pep in your step. Exactly. <laughs> at that moment, there is a moment where you see, you will see the the clock mm -hmm. changed now we in our you're a little more seasoned just by so a day you, or two i don't know did you have the digital phone in your drinking youth like we did no because uh, see so you got really <laughs> no. screwed somebody had to manually move the clock back yeah. we would be able to see it on our telephones yeah. and there was just that you know just that moment of incredibleness so that's the fall mm-hmm the maybe most depressing day of the year. Yeah, is you're losing it. You're losing it mm -hmm. because it goes, what, from 2 a.m. to, to 3 a.m. Now, and I don't know because I'm out of this game, but it used to be, Kev maybe can tell us, they would give you an extra hour till 4, the bars would not close until 4 a.m. to make up for that. And I don't know if they still do that or not because they didn't want to, the bars to lose an hour of business so for that one night. Right. But you're already, you're in the psyche of I got to go home. Yeah. So that's, it doesn't do anybody good. So do we, are you with me that this is stupid that we do this? Yeah, back and forth. The manipulation of it was time. Really, it was really bad in northern Indiana. When, that's right. Yeah, there was before Jackie Walorski passed it that yeah. we were all on the same time. That's right. Half the time we were in the central time zone and then half the time we were in eastern right. time zone. It was very confusing. And one of the things that you, that you deal with now now is that it will stay light until 10 o'clock in the mm -hmm. summer, which is ridiculous. Why would we need it to be light until 10 o'clock? I love it. What are you doing that you can't be done with at, say, 8.30 out and about? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. What life are you living that you need it to be light until 10 o'clock? I like it.
I like it. Why, though? Well, you know, but conversely... You don't live in Alaska? I know, but conversely, in the winter, when it's pitch black right. at 3 p.m., exactly. that's no good either. See, you're, you're screwing yourself. Right. Exactly. Right. For your little 10 p.m. light fest, <laughs> then it's dark at 2 yeah. in the afternoon. Yep. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. But I cannot do this justice how stupid this is. There is only one man who can mm-hmm. do this justice. It's an oldie but a goodie. We go way back in the time machine. Our boss, Matt Hiblin on why daylight saving time is stupid. In case anyone out there needed another reason why daylight savings time is just plain stupid, and God knows I don't need any more reasons. He has no strong feelings about this one. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) A hospital in Massachusetts posted an interesting occurrence on their Facebook page. The Petersons were blessed with twins during the Saturday overnight. Samuel was born first, but his twin brother, Ronan, is officially older. So how is that possible? Well, the hospital said Samuel was born at 1.39 a.m. on Sunday, November 6th. By the the time Ronan was born, 31 minutes later, daylight saving time had ended, and the time fell back an hour, and that made Ronan's official time of birth 1.10 a.m. Oh, my god! So, on paper, Ronan is the older twin, That's which so is weird. why we have to stop acting like we can just manipulate time. Whatever time it is, that's what time it is. Just because we all move our clocks back doesn't mean time actually changed. We just keep lying to ourselves about this. Checks, are you with me? Yes! Yes, A Matt! A thousand times yes! Yes, it's Matt! the stupidest thing in the world! That so, poor twin! So that people can play an extra round of golf on Friday. Uh, or don't have to mow their lawns on the week. Oh, we're just going to add an hour a day. Why don't we just add four more hours of daylight? I would like four more. Hey, you know what? 1994 was a really good year for me. Can we just make it 1994 again? Yes! We've yes. got to knock this off. Yes, that was a really good year. You know what? I hate that it's dark, you guys. Oh, oh it's God. awful. It's well, I just turn your dark. clock back and then it'll be <laughs> nighttime and you won't have that problem. Let's do that. You know, Let's can't... the three of us just do that and see what happens. Liberals and conservatives, Jews and Muslims, nobody can agree about anything, but twice a year we all stop what we're doing and lie to ourselves about what freaking time it is. <laughs> oh, and with I that, the things. speed round is over. <laughs> You know, I was thinking about this case the other day, by the way. That was Matt Hiblin years ago pointing out the major fallacy in daylight saving time. Which he pronounced wrong, by yeah, the way. Yes, it, but we're willing to let it go because yeah. he's our boss. He can do uh, whatever he wants. Um, we uh, we may need to bring the speed round back. People have asked about that over the years, mm-hmm. and I think that might be a, that was a very popular staple mm-hmm. uh, years ago. So maybe we'll bring that back. All right. Uh, something that um, is not popular with many people is... <laughs> The state representative from Seymour, Indiana, mm-hmm. Jim Lucas. Still, still. He, uh, we had laid out yesterday the very bizarre behavior where he is randomly tagging me in things, mm-hmm. basically doing the. I mean, it is it is internet creepy obsessive behavior on like Sunday afternoons, and it continued into the night last night Casey mm-hmm. like late night mm-hmm. which is super concerning because he's supposed to be up the next morning working on our behalf yeah aren't they supposed to be in session right now and he cannot help himself and and I am I am all joking aside if you know this guy mm-hmm. if you are friends with him <laughs> if well, you serve with check. him in the state house can you please 
just check on him uh-huh. and find out why he feels this obsessive, compulsive, never-ending need to be fighting with a radio guy who doesn't even live in his district at like 1145 at night. I love how you... Okay, guy votes to give himself and his buddies $1.5 million of your money. We'll only explain it to select members of the media. He said, rather than talk to you, he'll talk to Hammer. So this so this is what started the thing last night. Because yeah. the... the, the the, the thing you can always count on Jim Lucas is he has no ability to control himself. And if you keep, it's like just poking someone. Mm-hmm. You, he Because he has zero self-control, I can poke him, and this happens every time, to where he will do what I want him to do. And he finally did the thing that no one else has done yet, okay. which is he has finally admitted, yes, indeed, we are giving ourselves $1.5 million in raises from your money. Mm-hmm. So he, so we finally have this on the table. There's no, finally not finally a, an admission, this is indeed happening. The Indiana House Republicans in the budget have given themselves $1.5 million in raises. Nobody would even respond to this for three weeks, and finally Jim did. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Then he admits he's doing it, but he will not tell us why he's doing it. However, he will tell Jason Hammer why he's doing He'll it. He'll tell Jason, well, you know why. <laughs> That's because he said that Jason is honest and rational, and whereas you, Rob Kendall, you're too disingenuous and intellectually uh-huh. dishonest. Who's the only person who, who, who's the person who reported on the raises, Casey? <laughs> You Who's the person who who publicly found the raises and reported mm-hmm. it to the masses? Yeah, you did. Who's the only person that we're having this conversation about what greedy, backstabbing, lying <laughs> SOBs these state house reps are who gave themselves a million and a half dollars mm-hmm. in raises for themselves of your money while screwing on property and gas taxes? Yeah, that would be kind of that would that would be us. Yeah. But he won't have that conversation with us Mm-mm. because. We're what? We're intellectually dis- the guy who broke the story that you've admitted is a hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. You won't have the conversation with him, mm-hmm. but you'll have it with Hammer. Yeah, yep. Because you're disingenuous and intellectually dishonest. And I got to tell you, a lot of people are beating him up over well, this and online. Well, so this and this and so my new th- like I said, I have figured out with Jim that he has zero ability to control his emotions, and so he will always play on the turf I want him to play on because he can't help himself. So what I've figured out is on Facebook, because Facebook is a friends-oriented thing, mm-hmm. if I try to engage him on Facebook, it's just his people because it's not, you know, the public really can't see it or engage. Right. So it often be the gun and weed people will defend him to the end no matter how much he abuses their money. Yeah. But on Twitter, right. because that's for everyone, Right. when I get him over there, <laughs> That's where everyone can engage. And they are, Casey, correct me if I'm wrong. They are beating the hell out of this guy. Yes. Somebody said, my gosh, Jim Lucas, this has gotten ridiculous. Stop. Um, so then we pivoted <laughs> into the property tax discussion. Mm-hmm. And it got even more ridiculous. Yeah. And of course, the same thing, like he just can't help himself. Casey, did you know? <laughs> I guess fault. the talking point now on why the record skyrocketing property taxes are happening, mm-hmm. it is indeed, according to Jim Lucas, not the fault of the Republicans mm-hmm. who control all levers of government in the state and the tax code and the way the property taxes are administered. According to Jim Lucas, it mm-hmm. is... It's Biden's fault. It's Joe Biden's fault. Yes. Now, so, so, uh, bec- this is not mail, but it is mail, and people love the voice, and so mm-hmm. we're going to read this response. This is a sitting state representative mm-hmm. who makes sixty thousand dollars a year plus. This was sent out at ten this, at ten forty five at night is the timestamp. Mm-hmm. Now, this went 
on way into the evening with him, but this is at 1045, your state representative's theory on why your property taxes are so high and why it's not his fault or the Republicans' fault. Kev, please. (laughs) You know, we have the exact same property tax structure we've had for over a decade. And things didn't start getting horribly expensive until Biden attacked our economy, right? Could it be better? Of course. But don't let yourself become distracted by lazy, intellectually dishonest media personas that try to get ratings by going after low-hanging fruit. (laughs) There is so much to untangle with that one, Casey. Mm -hmm. Okay, first of all, property taxes have been out of control for a long time. Mm That's number one. The, and the idea that he doesn't see that? It, well, he, he says it's been that way for over a decade. Exactly. Exactly. How Jim. long have you been in office? That is the whole point we've been trying to make. You people have controlled this system mm-hmm. forever. And the fact that he doesn't see, he doesn't see, and they don't see, they being the Republicans, don't see any problem in the fact that government has a never-ending stranglehold on your property, that you never own it because the government can always take it away from you if you don't pay whatever arbitrary taxation they level at you. And Mm -hmm. he doesn't see any problem with that. He thinks that's fine. It didn't get bad until Biden attacked the economy. This is where it gets great. So, Casey, I was looking at buying a home in 2020, and we talked about this actively on the show at the time. Mm -hmm. I can assure you, and my wife can back it up as well because she was looking at homes with me at at the time. She was not my wife then, but she was looking at homes with me at the time. Home prices started getting out of control very early on in 2020. Casey, mm-hmm. who was running the country in 2020? <laughs> who was the president in 2020? <laughs> Well, which part of 2020? The whole 2020. There was only one guy who was the president in 2020, and it wasn't Joe Biden. But you know what did happen in 2020, Casey? Is the federal government, led by who? Which party controlled the presidency and the Senate in 2020? The Republicans printed $5 trillion. It's the Republicans who instigated skyrocketing everything. Food, gas, everything. It all caught up to itself. And housing was one of the first ones to go because they printed so much damn money. But for this guy who is totally shameless Mm -hmm. to deny and deflect any responsibility in the tax code that he is a writer of... (laughs) Joe Biden has nothing to do with our property taxes. The rates, the way they're administered, absolutely nothing. But these people are totally shameless, and they will lie to you at any turn, and they will deflect responsibility at any turn. And I am so thankful, Casey, that Jim Lucas has so little ability to control himself that he will always say the things out loud that his colleagues, his other colleagues, are too composed to ever let slip out. He will say it all. Okay, well, he's saying don't let yourself become distracted. (laughs) And this is a pretty good response that he got, not from either of us. No. This is from somebody else that said, we are not distracted. We're trying to buy a house. Our town has priced us out of 
out of it because of property taxes. What is the GOP supermajority doing about it? Nobody seems to love high property taxes and a high gas tax more than the folks in the Indiana GOP. Blaming Biden is malarkey. And the way Jim publicly hates me is the way the rest of those people also feel about me and the things they say behind closed doors. I know because I have people everywhere and it all gets back to me. And think about this and then we'll go to the break. They're not mad they're doing it. They're not mad that they're skyrocketing your property taxes, that they're making it so people can't buy homes or are unable to stay in their homes or having to make great financial sacrifices in order to pay the taxes to stay in their homes. Jim Lucas and the Republicans aren't mad about that. They're mad that one guy, one show with a platform Mm -hmm. feels passionate about it and is telling you about it. Nobody denies it's happening, Casey. Not one person has been able to say, Rob Kendall, you are wrong. They tried to do it in the beginning. Remember when we were reading the assessments? You have no idea what the rate increase is going to be. Well, yeah, I do because I can do math. Now, everything we told you is happening. So they're not denying it's happening. They're mad that people with the platform have the audacity to tell you what they're doing. Jim Lucas, you never change. You are the gift that keeps on giving, and I know you will never be able to control yourself, and I just hope that your adult supervision over there, I hope Todd Houston doesn't shut you down like the last time when Indy Star got mad at you and you deleted your Facebook account. You never stop. Please keep talking. You're listening to Kennel I'll see you tonight on social media, Jim! On 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So guitarist Gary Rossington, who is the last surviving founding member of Leonard Skinner, has passed away. The band made the announcement on their Facebook page. He was 71. They said it was with our deepest sympathy and sadness that we have to advise that we have lost our brother, friend, family member, songwriter, and guitarist Gary Rossington today. Okay, so two things. One, when mm-hmm. you t- when you factor in the amount of hits they had, mm-hmm. you know my theory, if you can have three... Three hits or more, you are a really big deal. Three mega hits. Yeah. And they had two of the biggest rock songs of all time mm-hmm. in Freebird and Sweet Home Alabama. Yep. I think you've strongly got to consider the original incarnation of Leonard Skinner on for the Mount Rushmore Mount greatest Rushmore. bands of all time. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing. We come back to the highly fraudulent discussion that we've had. Yeah. This guy was the last living member. Mm-hmm. And they've been touring for how long yeah, as Leonard Skinner every summer. Yeah. How can it be the band if there's only one original guy left and now there's no original guys left and they're going to still be out there as Leonard Skinner? Yeah, they are. They're still touring. I'm sure they're going to be somewhere in Indy or close by this summer. That is not Leonard Skinner? No, it's not. Not anymore. 
I mean, when they had Gary Rossington still playing with them, you could say, okay, well, it's a guitar southern rock band. It is guitar-driven music. It's a guy from so Leonard that, Skinner. No, that's a guy from Leonard Skinner yeah. was on the stage. That yeah. dude was in Leonard Skinner. Mm-hmm. Leonard Skinner went away when the when the older when the Van Zant brother died in the plane crash. Yeah, in 1977 in Mississippi. The guy who writes and sings the songs is the band. If he's not in the band, that's not the band anymore. And they've been milking this for like 40 five years now? Yeah. I'm not buying it, Casey. Okay. R.I.P. Gary. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. Good job today, and thank you for listening, and we're going to count on you to be back here tomorrow. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIB.